This is Original Six. Yes, you are hearing a turn signal from an automobile. Welcome back. It's the Original Six Podcast. Ryan Savine, as always, with Paul Ananitis and the currently driving Zach Mullen. Boys, what's going on? Fired up. Zach driving. is focused. That's yeah, what's there going we go. on. I didn't realize you could hear the turn signal. <laughs> Zach, we couldn't hear it until we literally exactly started recording and then you hit your signal. Wow. <laughs> Look, yes. not not gonna lie, I wish you all the best, but if you get pulled over for distracted driving, I will piss my pants. I will die I, laughing. I'm not distracted. I have uh, I have headphones in. I'm I'm currently not looking at you. Sorry, I can't see your is that even beautiful legal? faces. Uh, so it actually is. It's just highly recommended to not. Oh, have it's frowned in. upon. Yeah, I used to think it was illegal, and then I looked it up. But uh, fair enough. But yeah, it is. Worry. It is as frowned upon your mom in the eyes of the this. law. It is as frowned upon in the eyes of the law as playing Justin Hall is in the eyes of Paul Ananitis. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's so that is That, that is, is that so is so criminal. Not, not illegal, would, but like borderline, you know? It's criminal. I would go to jail for so long it's, if it was the same as how Paul It's punishable. Justin Hall. Yes. <laughs> Maybe exile. Life, life in prison, no parole. Yikes. Tough sentence. Uh, welcome back to everyone joining us uh, for not your first time. And if you are new to the podcast, welcome. This is the Original Six Podcast. Make sure to follow, subscribe on whatever podcast streaming platform you're using. And check us out on Instagram for our first goal prediction series at Original Six Podcast. And before we get started today, we want to send our condolences to Victor Mete's family. Obviously, his grandfather was killed in the Vaughn condo shooting, as well as all uh, others affected by the shooting. Uh, but let's uh, we like to keep things light here. So let's move on to the week in review. I feel like it was the first week in review where we have at least one regulation loss in a long time. Obviously, the team's 16 game point streak, I think it got up to. Uh, 15 or 16, yeah. Uh, yeah. Somewhere around there. The streak came to an end, uh, and it did so against the New York Rangers. Uh, so kind of just going to talk about this one first. It was three, three, wow, 3-1 loss. Uh, in New York against the Rangers, who I think this was their fifth in a row, a team that hadn't really started the season off well, but kind of is getting hot as of late. Yeah, agreed. And the game was just like kind of overall boring. Like it, it wasn't fast pace. <laughs> it, it was. It was boring. There wasn't much happening. Um, both teams looked slow. Uh, so yeah, not 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 much excitement during that game. Yeah, I feel like they just didn't. I don't know. Either team didn't really have a huge jump in them. It just kind of became a who can slip up first kind of game instead of a like overpowering each other kind of game. So yeah, in the end, we just uh, weren't able to lock it down. Uh, unfortunately, for our first loss in a very long time, but. You know, I'll cut them slack. It is the first loss in, what did you say, 15, 16 games in regulation? So Since November yeah. 11th. Basically over a month. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut them some slack. Uh, but no slack cut for Jimmy VC there, Zach, huh? No, I I don't know if you guys follow... Uh, do you guys follow Tic Tac Tomar on Twitter? I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, I do not, but I know you send a bunch of their stuff in our Yeah, channel. yeah. Yeah, so essentially... Uh, they post a lot of uh, Leafs gifts like during the game. Like if I ever miss a game, I just go through their feed because I'm able to see like 20 different gifts to like kind of see what's going on. Uh, and essentially, what he said was he was like, uh, he's like, I'm calling it tonight. No Jimmy VC goal. Oh, I Rangers. saw that. And then he scored twice, and then Jimmy VC liked that tweet afterwards. So he it was no a way of misfortune. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Of course. So, yeah, but anyway, it's one of those funny games where, you know, a formal leaf is uh, almost like dubbed as the hero for a game before the game even starts. Honestly, but game winning goal. Um, obviously, I mean, like the Leafs only had 20 shots against this game. So it's not like they were dominated, kind of like Zippo. It's just like a boring kind of back and forth. I mean, the Leafs only had 23 shots themselves. Um, you know, it, it, 
it's kind of those like whatever games you hate to see it off somehow well they've been playing but it's hard to really like you know break it down so much so that you're like you know what went wrong you know what do we have to rebuild here but um you know that might have been the case for the next game saturday night in washington against the capitals obviously everyone on ovechkin watch uh but they eventually fall 5-2 to the caps who are not really all that fantastic this season but lo and behold it's a weird one with eric gustafson with his first career hat trick to put home the maple leafs boy this one was also tough to watch i mean we did outshoot them 36 to 28 but i don't think that sums up their play because they did not play well at all the entire game uh washington really took it to us for majority of the time and of course somehow someone named eric gustafson decides to score his first career hat trick against us because you know why not reasons yeah reasons, reasons because yeah. Luke reasons and yeah i don't think samsonov had a very good game either i know he said he was a bit nervous before the game but i mean that's all athletes for sure uh, I think just the Toronto media is taking that, blowing it out of proportion like Toronto media usually does. But, I mean, not a great overall effort from the Leafs again. Yeah, I think, you know, it was just, it was kind of one of those rare in recent times performances where we haven't kind of been up to stuff. And uh, like you said, Paul, like Samsonov looked nervous. I thought a couple of those maybe he would have liked to have had back. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was very weird for a defenseman to get a hat trick. Uh, like that rarely ever happens ever. So that was super surprising. Uh, and I thought Charlie Lindgren on the other end, uh, playing goal for Washington, had a really good game. So I feel like he kind of uh, took the better goaltending performance and kind of uh, you know gave Washington the win there. Yeah, Zach. Let me ask you: when when someone like Ilya Samsonov says he was a bit nervous before the game, does that concern you at all? No, it would concern me if he was like, ah, I'm fine, nothing's going on, and then, like, obviously looked nervous while he was playing. So, I don't know, I value honesty in, in athletes, and I think, you know, playing against your former team, like, I'm sure, uh, you know, Matt Murray, when he first played the Senators, uh, back when he was on Ottawa, like, whatever that first game was, I'm sure he was nervous for that kind of game, too. So, when you're with an organization and you, like, meet people and become friends with people, all that kind of stuff, and then now you have to, you know, make them have a bad day. So your new team and your your new, not family, but well, I guess family, sure. Uh, you know, to succeed, I think it's uh, it adds a layer of nervousness and difficulties. And you know, he's he's human, and he likes to. I think in all of his interviews, he keeps saying he likes to have fun. So, uh, you know, he's a fun guy. We've seen that in the city. Yeah, <laughs> he's a fun guy. Fun guy. Yeah, um, and obviously, like. You don't want to be the goalie scored against for Ovechkin's 801st goal or whatever it is. Like that, you just don't want to be that guy. I would rather yeah. be in net for that than get a than let Eric Gustafson score a hat trick on me. I wouldn't. I mean, I guess <laughs> I, unless you view it kind of as like an honor, like I was, I was the one he scored on. But just imagine how many times that clip is going to get watched over the years. Whenever like the Ovechkin breaking that record, honestly. Mm. Or tying it, I guess. Sure. Yeah, tying Gordy Howe there. Um, you know, I, if I, I kind of just did a quick search here. I could be mistaken, but I believe that the losses at uh, the hands of the Rangers and Caps were the Leafs' first two back-to-back regulation losses of the season. Correct. Really? Yeah, I saw that stat at the uh, end of the, the Capitals game as well. I gotta say that's surprising. I didn't. I really thought we had had at least like two or three like regulation losses based on how you know the first bit of the season went. So that's a that's a big surprise. Why? Also, just because like our back to back record in the last couple of years has not been very good. Yeah. Well, so, not on I'm not, not on back to back nights, just consecutive regulation losses. Oh. Mm. Yeah. But still surprising, based on how poorly it seemed like we were playing in October. Like, even that Western Conference road trip uh, against uh, the California teams, it was two of those were overtime losses uh, against the Sharks and the Ducks. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, They finished it off with a bright spot, 4-1 dub against the Lightning. Obviously, the team knocked them out of the playoffs. 
last year. We've already played them once this year, and I believe it was also an overtime loss uh, that the Lightning uh, took in that game, I want to say. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was on December 3rd. Uh, Big story in this one, out shooting and and I guess outplaying the Lightning there. Shots were 40 to 19 in favor to the Leafs. And I think at part of like some point in the second period, the shots were 17-5. So, Paul, we were talking before this one. Was it more so that the Leafs outplayed Tampa or that Tampa just didn't show up at all? Um, I guess a little bit of both because Tampa did look slow for basically the entire game, maybe the last five, ten minutes of the third period. They finally like picked it up. But I think the Leafs played so well that game and, and did everything perfect that they could have done. And and I guess I guess because we played so well and we shut down Tampa, like basically made them not play at their best because we weren't allowing them to play at their best. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty rare for, you know, two time almost defending or three, to- three straight Stanley cup finals finalists. I don't know if yeah. that's proper English, but you know, it's rare for them to have like a not great game. And I feel like, you know, this was a good performance by us. Like at the same time as it wasn't a hugely great performance by them so you know i give them all the credit for you know for sticking them to them hard and like playing as if it was a playoff game and kind of like having that importance and and determination factor and just like also the ferocity like i don't know if you guys saw the what went on with uh bunting and some of those guys at the end of the first where uh, a linesman is now uh fighting our players so (laughs) Love to I see think it. Daryl Sittler's wrong, saying that the officials like Toronto. I think he's wrong, but uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty interesting. Let's in cap. Fun fact: Murray and Vasilevsky had the same save percentage last game. Wow! Did they well, really? Two, em- two empty yeah. net goals, right? Yeah, two empty net goals. So Vasilevsky only allowed two goals on thirty-six uh, and thirty-six saves. So Murray and Vasilevsky both had a nine forty-seven save percentage, even though Murray had twenty-one less shots. Wow. Wow. That's pretty remarkable. I think um, this game was also closer than people might imagine. You know, only two empty net, like, sorry, two empty net goals, you know, makes it 4-1 instead of a 2-1, which it was, you know, with a few minutes left of the third. But, um, you know, the Leafs of old would have been pretty susceptible to blowing a game like that, right? Like 2-0 going into the third, the Lightning get the first one in the third. You know, you kind of see the downhill spiral starting there. Uh, but I thought they fought and they they kind of battled and, you know, secured the win for themselves, which, um, you know, isn't something that can always be said about the Leafs of recent years. Uh, but 1-2-0 on the week. Uh, the streak coming to an end, as well as Marner's point streak, snapped at 23 games. Uh, I, I have a feeling that record will stick around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, unless he breaks it again this year. He's still got games to go. That's That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think about the team's play this week? Obviously, switching it up with a couple of regulation losses here. Are you reading into anything, or is it just kind of like you're not going to – is it kind of one of those things like you're going to lose a game in regulation at some point? This happened to be two of them. Yeah. You're, I mean, we're not going to continue to play like we did the last month. I mean, that would be fantastic, but I don't think it's ever happened that a team could do that consistently. So, I mean, I don't expect them to continuously do that, but I expect them to give a full effort every game. And the Rangers and Capitals game did not have that. I would rather them lose playing the best they can than lose playing like that. So it sucks to see the team's point streak and Mitch's point streak come to an end like that. But we should be okay. Yeah, I'm kind of like, maybe this is a weird thing to say, but I'm kind of glad the point streaks are over just because now, like, it's not looming over their heads. It's not like, oh, my gosh, if we lose, we lose the point streak and then it, you know, causes them to make mistakes and, like, could make worse mistakes than just losing, like, injuries and suspensions. Who knows? So, you know, now that that streak is over, start again. Start fresh. You know, I, totally. I, I like the game against Tampa, so... 
I feel like ending the original six week on a on a high like that is good, and you know we'll lead well into the next week. Yeah, exactly. I think also like it uh, it speaks to different quality of this team. Like they could easily have lost the streak and just gone on. I feel like I just cut out there. Yeah, I think you did for the first like five words, yeah. five six words. I was just gonna say I think it um, it kind of just speaks to the team, right, and the mental mindset around it. You know, they they come off this huge streak, month and a half of just fantastic hockey. They lose two in a row in leg regulation for the first time of the year. And I think now, I know obviously that the the Tampa game was a good example, but we're looking to a couple games coming up and to finish off the calendar year. How does the team respond now to having lost two in a row after this massive streak? Like to me, that's really indicative of of where this team sits mentally and if they really have their head on their shoulders is you know, you lost two, it sucks, but let's get back into the groove. Let's let's go another month without losing a game in regulation. Let's not just sit back and be like, you know what, we had our streak, now let's just be average. Oh, God, I hope not. No, but you know mm. what I mean. Like, it kind of speaks yeah. to the team if they can continue to be dominant after the yeah. streak ends. Agreed. For sure. Just use it as, like, uh, motivation exactly. to continue. And yep. try and get another streak. Yes. For a long time, it, it seems like we'd also been asking the Leafs to outshoot their opponents more. And they finally did it this week, outshooting the three opponents 99 to 67. And I'd say it was a welcomed change, but the record was not as welcomed. <laughs> so I don't know if there's a correlation, uh, but I think it was nice to see them shoot the puck a lot more. That's for sure. Especially on the power play. Considering you know, they just wise, like to pass it around and do nothing. A wise man once said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, so it's good we're taking more shots. Was yes. that Michael Scott? That was Michael yeah. Scott, yes. Yes, it That's was. Like, That's what I thought. Yeah. All right, before we get into some stuff uh, about the Leafs last uh, week or so of hockey, uh, we, we did bring back Two Truths and a Lie last week, last episode, so if you haven't heard that, make sure to go listen. That was a... Uh, Leafs this season theme. And I thought instead of going to truths and a lie again this week, I thought I'd mix it up a bit with a brand new segment. So I know, Zach, you're in the car, so you can't cheat. So, Paul, mm-hmm. we're going to have some no cheating uh, rules going on here. <laughs> so this is where is that X Leaf now? Ooh. Oh, my. So I have a list of 18 players. And they're going to range from easy to hard in, in you know, my perspective. And these are all going to be ex-Leafs. And you have to tell me which NHL franchise they are currently with. So every player here is currently signed with an NHL team. Whether they're playing in the NHL or AHL, that is to be determined. So what I'm looking for here is just for you to tell me which NHL organization they are signed with. Uh, the way it's going to work is whichever one of you will go first. We're going to alternate. So I'll ask each of you. So let's say Paul goes first here. Paul, if you get it correct upon getting asked it, you will get two points. But if you get it wrong, Zach has a chance to steal for one point. Cool. If you both both get it wrong, I get the point. And the amount of points I get for a double incorrect increases by one each time. So if you both don't get one, it's worth one point. The second time you both don't get it, two points, three points, and so on. So it is a competition between the three of us. I kind of decided this last minute, so I probably could have made it harder. Uh, but we'll we'll start off. Uh, uh, we're, you know what? This is a Cards Against Humanity uh, thing. Whoever took the most recent poo is going to go first. The most between recent the two poo? of you. Yeah. I literally took one before. I literally took one before the podcast. I'm going. Okay, first. Paul's going first. Yeah. All right, Paul. We're starting easy to hard. <laughs> Jack Campbell. Who'd you say? Jack Campbell. And when Edmonton. you give me your answer, say final answer right after it. Edmonton Oilers final answer. All right. Correct. Zach. Mm-hmm. Frederick Anderson. Carolina Hurricanes final answer. All right. Well done, Paul. Yes. Ilya Mikheyev. Vancouver Canucks, final answer. Well done. Zach. Phil Kessel. Vegas Golden Knights, final answer. Correct. Good shit, bud. All right, Paul. 
Zach Bogosian. Tampa Bay Lightning. Final answer. He literally, we literally played him yesterday. Well done. <laughs> All right, Zach. Ilya Labushkin. Buffalo Sabres. Final answer. Correct. Dude, did once you, again. Wait, wait, wait. Was it Ilya Labushkin that got hit that other game where yes, he literally yes. made the weirdest tumble off the board? That was him. Yeah, he like defied physics, did like a backflip or that something. That was not a <laughs> thing. I think he did that on purpose. And then he got up to fight the guy himself. Love to see it. <laughs> All right, boys, they're going to start to get a little harder, and we'll kind of end off with some tricky ones. Uh, we're going back to Paul here, I believe. Yeah. Travis Boyd. Oh, you. Um, how, how long do I have to guy. answer? I'll give you 20 seconds to think about it. Okay. And you can you can kind of, like, talk out loud if you want to. I trust that you're not looking it up. Um, why am I thinking Vancouver? Let's go Vancouver. Final answer. That is incorrect. Zach, was it? I'll give, you, oh. I'll give you ten seconds here to try and steal for one point. New Jersey Devils. Final answer? Question mark. Also incorrect. Was it Washington? No, he he played on Washington, but he's currently with the Arizona Coyotes. Oh. What? Poor that guy. Tragic. He was with Washington <laughs> before he was with the Leafs, actually. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so, because I remember him playing for them first. Yeah. All right, Paul. No, Paul, Zach, we're coming to you. Mm-hmm. Peter Mrazek. Chicago Blackhawks, final answer. Correct. Nice. Okay, Paul, Colin mm-hmm. Blackwell. Why? I get the hard ones. Colin, Wow. Played for the um, Leafs last season. Signed with this team as a free agent. Hmm. I'll give you 15 seconds. I'm going to say... Holy... Um, New Jersey Devils, final answer. Incorrect, Zach. Damn. I want to say Seattle, but that's where he came from. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Final answer. Also incorrect. He's with the Chicago Blackhawks. Dang it! I literally thought. In Damn my it! Head, I'm like, is it Chicago? I was like, nah. Oh my gosh. All right, they're starting to get harder. I think this one's the last one, but the, I think this one's a little easy. So, Paul, don't be salty. This is for Zach. Alexander. Oh come on. Uh, know this. Sure. Final answer. Correct. Doesn't he play on like their first line or something now? He, yeah, yeah, he's dude, number. Dude's like a point a game. He's pretty he's solid. He's number ninety-four and has the longest flow. He does that's, got some flow to him. That's wild. He barely made our fourth line. Yeah, I'll show you. Playing time uh, does wonders. All right, Paul. Ready mm-hmm. for this one? Yes. Alex Galchenyuk. He's moved around a lot. I remember the last time he was in Arizona. Or did we get him from Arizona? Where is this guy now? <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying to find out. Oh, my goodness. Um, Ten seconds. Uh, I'll just stick with Arizona Coyotes, final answer. Incorrect. Zach. I hate my life. Is it... Uh... I heard his name, but it was about, like, going to the AHL. But I don't remember Arizona's AHL team. Can I just say Arizona's AHL team? <laughs> yeah, if, if that's your answer, you could just say Arizona. And if it's the Tucson Roadrunners, I'll give it to you either way. Okay, yeah. Arizona's AHL team, final answer. Also incorrect. He's with the Colorado Avalanche. He is? No way. Oh my he is. Here, I, ha- I have his profile loaded up somewhere. Let me tell you a little bit about... That's wild. Actually, I don't have it loaded up. Anyway, go go do some research after. Uh, I am tied with one of you after that incorrect guess. Probably me. You're correct. Let's see if you get this <laughs> one right. Andre Kasha. Uh, New Jersey Devils, final answer. Incorrect. I Zach. hate my life. Carolina Hurricanes, final answer. Correct. 
I don't like you, Zach. Go away. <laughs> All right, Zach. Fan favorite, Connor Carrick. Uh, He's still in the NHL? Anaheim with- Ducks? Final answer? Correct. Paul, chance for the one-point steal. What did Zach say? He cut out for me. Zach. Oh, do I have to tell him? I said Anaheim, but I think that's Sam Carrick. Yes, I think you're right. That is Sam Carrick. Connor Carrick is Dallas Stars' final answer? Incorrect. He's with the Providence Bruins. Oh, give me a break. I'm starting to think my increasing number uh, might be overpowered here, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see how we do. Uh, this one's for Paul, I believe. Yes. Yes. Nick Patan. Bro. <laughs> Why? Hey, we got him from Winnipeg, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if he went back. Nick Patan. Ay, ay, ay. I'm just going to say you went back to Winnipeg. Winnipeg, final answer. Incorrect. We did get him from Winnipeg. I hate this game. Uh, Zach, for the steal. Pittsburgh, final answer. Also incorrect. He is currently with the Minnesota Wild. What the heck? Really? Yeah. He's played eight no games, way, has man. two points this season. What a stud. All right, Zach. Dave Riddick. Big save, Dave. Oh, uh, Winnipeg Jets. Final answer. That's correct. Paul. This sucks. Yes. Barbie girl himself, Ben Hutton. We had him? Yes. Oh, yeah. We acquired him, was it last ben season at the girl. deadline? I think so. I think it yes. was last season at the trade deadline. Yeah, we got him from Vancouver. Um... the hell Ben Hutton. 15 seconds Vancouver final answer incorrect Zach Ooh. Anaheim Ducks final answer also incorrect he's currently a member of the Vegas Golden Knights wow lovely all right Zach Michael Hutchinson Who to he... my to my surprise was no is no longer with the Maple Leafs. I learned this today. He is you know that today? No, I learned that today. Yeah, no, he left in the offseason. Didn't know that. I don't know where he went though. That's the problem. Uh ooh. I'm gonna say the Car no 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 no. Yeah, you know what? Sure. Carolina Hurricanes. Final answer. Incorrect. Paul. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he went to the West. Vegas, final answer. Correct. What, really? Wow. <laughs> he, is, he is currently playing with the Henderson Silver Knights. No way. That was a good one. I'm impressed. Me too. I feel like we might have missed the player here, because I think Paul started, but there's 18 of these, so it should have ended on Zach, but Paul's... Pretty far behind, so I'll let you take the last one here. Adam Brooks. <laughs> Who? Adam Brooks. Adam Brooks? Yeah. Oh, my. Mm. I believe he left the Leafs via claimed off of waivers. Whether or not and he's with that team. Final answer. It's incorrect, Zach. Uh, I think it was Montreal Canadiens. Final answer. Also incorrect. Adam Brooks is currently in the AHL with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, so the Philadelphia Flyers organization. Oh my Philadelphia gosh! Philadelphia Flyers. Interesting. Uh, let's see what his trajectory looked like. He did go to Montreal. Okay, I at least I got that part right. He did go to Montreal uh, and then some time with Winnipeg. And now he spends some time uh, also in Vegas. He played for the Henderson Silver Knights. And now he's with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms of the AHL. 
Um, that's all I have. Uh, I won because you guys suck. That's not fair. Wow. Uh, with a whopping 28 points. Maybe my uh, one point increase for everything correct was a, a little OP. But, Zach, you did beat Paul 13 nice. to 7. Ah, uh, you suck. Rip. <laughs> What's uh, Do you know what your score would have been, Ryan, if you just counted by one? Oh, God. One, two. Let me see. You're making him do math on the spot now. Yes. I mean, he subjected us to games, so. That's true. Three. That's true. B. But hey, if you like listening to the podcast where we do games, leave a comment on our Instagram and tell us that you like listening to us play games like this and listening to me beat Paul. Because then we'll do it Oh, more give me a break. And I'll beat Paul. I got all the all hard often. ones. That's kind of true. There were a couple. There were a couple in there that like you got a more difficult one than than I did. But I'm su- I'm just surprised I got Michael Hutchinson right. Yeah. What a know. what a solid guess, huh? It's pretty wild. I would have been tied with Paul with seven, I believe. Dang. Okay. Okay. Congrats on your victory, though, Ryan. Thank you. You know what? I think it makes up for all the two truths and a lie that I don't win because one of you is always correct for some reason. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, but enough fun stuff. Let's talk about some Leafs news. Injury update. Uh, let's let's kind of just talk about it. Let's start on a positive note here. Cal Yarncroke returns against the Tampa Bay Lightning. He missed seven games, had an assist in his return. I know we've spoken about his potential importance in the lineup based on the fact that He's really one of the only guys who could possibly be a mainstay on the second line with Tavar, uh, Tavares and Marner. So, uh, Paul, what did you think of his return last night? I think Yarkov had a good game on the on the Tavares line. I think he played really well. He had some really good chances. He actually almost scored the first goal of the game, which I was going to be, which I would have laughed so hard because Zach wanted to pick him for his first uh, goal prediction. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think he had a really good return. He got an assist. In, yesterday and and um he he brought that i guess physical presence on that line or maybe just that like grind in the corners do all the work um well i think the word you're looking for is just presence yes he brought that presence he was he was present he he was noticeable yes Mm. because on that because on the tavares willie line it was usually just those two just or sorry tavares marner line Usually just those two present. Zach, you were, out of the three of us, probably the biggest Robertson supporter. Um, obviously, he's mm. out of the equation for a couple months. What did you think of Yarncroke's game last night? I think he played well. I think, you know, coming back from injury is always difficult to, to do and, like, find your rhythm, no matter if you're out for three games or if you're out for 20 games. Like, it's just about, you know, how long it takes to get warmed up. I thought he looked good. He is, like, he's funny because... I swear every chance he gets is from the slot. Like he's always primed yeah. in the slot for a one timer. Like every time. And Honestly. I I love it though, because I'm like, he's just one timer in blasts at the net. And I think like Vasilev's like robbed him at like at one point. Yeah. So what would have been the first goal of the game? Oh, that was a, yeah. So yeah. I thought he played I thought he played well and you know it uh, I'll have to, you know, Set my love for Nick Roberts in the side, I think, because he's been he's going to be injured for a while, and uh, you know, hopefully, Yarn Croak fills that void. Totally, uh, I I don't totally. see who else in the lineup is taking that spot right now. So Joey I think Justin uh, Hall. Oh. oh yeah, I think both of those are super likely, but um, I uh, yeah, I I think Yarn Croak is going to have some time to try and find his game on that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timothy Lilligren left the Washington game early with, a, I believe it was an upper body injury, but he did play the next game against Tampa. So a little sigh of relief there, but his his uh, pretty common line mate, Rasmus Sandin, left the game versus the Lightning with a neck injury. Let me know if you've seen that one before for a left-handed Leafs defenseman. Uh, he is to miss at least one game, which will be tomorrow's game against the Flyers while he's being evaluated. Did you guys see the play where he got injured here? Because I... Nope. I didn't see anything. No, either. not not it was not at all. It was right after 
uh, we scored Matthews's goal on the power play. Apparently, he just left, but I didn't see anything play wise in between. And he got an assist on that too. So I don't know. I didn't yeah. see anything in between. Maybe he fell off a bench or something. Who knows? Would he snap his head back too too hard when he was passing Matthews the puck? Yeah. He says head they up, said up. they said he's supposed to miss at least one game until he gets like evaluated more. Yeah. So that just tells me they're doing testing to see what the issue is before they make a claim on what the issue is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, that obviously is a tough blow, considering uh, you know he's kind of been the guy in in place of Riley's power play absence. Um, you got to figure. Um, Jordy Ben, who we haven't seen since he was injured, was activated off the IR on December 15th. Left-handed shot, kind of due for a game. You think he gets in tomorrow against the Flyers? Yeah, it wouldn't yes. surprise me. I think he had, like, he came into the lineup and then had such a great couple of games. Scored, looked really, really well back there. Like, looked like he should be a mainstay, and then he got injured. Like, it was the worst timing. So I uh, wouldn't be surprised at all if he makes his return uh, in place of Sandine. All right, follow-up question. If the Leafs do decide not not to go with a five-forward power play group and Sandine is not in the lineup, which defenseman are you giving the first crack at that power play? Paul, start with you. Not Justin Hull. Yeah. Um, Shocker. Lillig- Lilligren, probably. Zach? Mark Giordano. All right, we all have different answers. I'm giving it to Timmons. Yeah? Hmm. I think he's been good. He's he's spent some time on the second unit. I think maybe you give it to him just to see what he can offer you there for the time being. It's true. That's who I would give the first crack. Not not that he would stay there, but he gets the first vote for me. Play the hot hand. Yeah, he's looked good. That, that That would actually be interesting to watch. I would like to see... If that works. Maybe all we're missing is a right shot defenseman on the power play. Lilligren. Justin. Uh, never mind. Oh. Stop it, Zach. Just in time to talk about <laughs> the trade alert. Uh, first trade, I believe, since the season has started for the Maple Leafs. Uh, Dennis Mulgan heading to the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for one Dryden Hunt. Uh, Other than who, first initial thoughts on the trade? Um, I had no idea. Like, my first initial thoughts were literally just who. Well, I said other than who. I know, I'm just saying. That was my first initial thought anyways. Like, I I had no idea who Jordan Hunt was until I looked him up, but he's like a more physical presence. So, So I guess what I'm hearing is your thoughts started and ended with who? Yes. Who? All right. Yeah, but I think I. Oh. What were you gonna say, Paul? No, go ahead, it. Paul. I was gonna say I think we have a lot of. I think this is, Ryan, you said this in the chat. You said we have a good amount of Dennis Mulligans, but we don't have enough Dryden Hunts. Was that you? I, I believe it was. Sounds like something a smart person such as myself would say. Hmm. I don't. Don't don't, don't leave out modest too. Oh, great. I set him up for that one. Yes. Uh, Zach, what'd you think? So I won't say what my first thought was because you've already said what my first thought was. But (laughs) yes, that was my first thought. My second thought was I saw a clip of him and I'd seen this clip already uh, of him uh, destroying David Pasternak and then fighting (laughs) someone else and also destroying them. Wow. And so I I immediately... Yeah, it immediately made me like him because he was punching Boston Bruins. So, yeah, all for it. Yeah. My my thoughts, I mean, like, I, I had heard the name Dryden Hunt before, but that's probably as much as I knew about him was that was his name. Um, you know, six feet, just, just sub 200 pounds. And I think what I was saying is it's kind of just, in my opinion, a lateral move. You know, Malgin was promising this year. He didn't fit into the top six. I think he's had enough chances on that second line for us to know it's not going to work. And as reliably defensive as he's been in the bottom six on that kind of like inter in between checking kind of third line, as good as he's been there, I think the the play of Pontus Holmberg 
kind of made space for a a Dennis Mulligan exit. I think, you know, we have guys, you know, you have the Engvall, you have the Kerfoot, you have the Camp. Those guys are all playing well and they're all reliable. I think it's just a move like, look, this isn't going to win you a Stanley Cup. I mean, hopefully it's the first of many steps to do so. But this is a move just to change things up and get a different type of player in the bottom six that we don't really have outside of Wayne Simmons, who really is not playing. 100%. That's true. Uh, something else I wanted to talk about. I think someone who needs some more love is William Nylander. I know, Paul, you're you're a big fan. Uh, I am. Will Nye, the scoring guy. Will, Will Nye, the Will, scoring Will, guy. Will, copyright, copyright, <laughs> copyright. Um, uh, he, he's been great this season. I mean, he's playing really well. 36 points in 36 games. I feel like that's not correct. I think it's less than 36 games. I want to say it's 32. I think I wrote down the wrong number here. I can tell you. Yeah, let me check. Let me check quick how many games the Leafs have played. Maybe 33. He's over a point a game. I know that. For sure. So, if the score wants to load, because the one time I need it. Um, 33 games. 36 and 33. Uh, 19 goals, 17 assists. Uh, he's leading the team in goals ahead of Matthews Tavares. So, I don't know. Like, Do, do you guys find that surprising? I know, not, not based on the fact that he was the hottest goal scorer to start the season, but just... You know, if I said before the season, approaching the Christmas break, William Nienander, Nienander, wow. Nienander. <laughs> Nienander. William Nylander was going to be the Maple Leafs' leading goal scorer. Would that have been a surprise to you? Uh, sort of, but not really, because obviously we expect Matthews to be the goal scorer. But I would, but if I had to like guess, who would have? outscored him i would have said nylander so sort of surprising but not really interesting like you're saying if it wasn't matthews it was he would have to be the next choice i think so people would say Tavares, but i think willie's been playing fantastic the last couple of years so it's about time that he's been scoring more consistently yeah i think it's uh i always find it interesting when guys who are on the like near the end of their contracts all of a sudden like play a little bit better it's always an interesting fact to me. So incentive. maybe it's a mo- Yeah, it's an incentive. It's motivation for him. I don't know, but yeah, I would been. I would have been surprised if you had told me that at the beginning of the year. I would have also been surprised if you told me that Matthews would have more assists than goals. At this point, I think he has 17 goals, 21 assists. So he leads Correct, the team in points sir. still, but not in goals, which is a big surprise. But uh, yeah, Nylander's looked great. Had a lot of like a lot of the coasting that I feel like he's has been like his biggest problem sometimes. Uh, he's really not done a lot of, which is great. So I feel like it was an area of his game that he really needed to improve on, and, like, he has. And it's kind of, you know, paid off for him at the other end uh, offensively. Yeah. So, Paul, you and your kind of moment there, you mentioned his consistency. Would you say that's what has made him so effective this year? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. And I think he's just been finding more opportunities to score. Like, he's been doing a little more of the dirty work than he has been in the last couple of years. But, yeah, I would have to say his consistency is probably the main reason that he's been playing so well this season or what has made him so effective. Yeah. I know you guys are both looking at the rundown right now, so you probably know the answer. But I think a lot of if, – if I were going to ask you how many points you remember him having last year, I don't think you guys would have told me he had 80 and 81. No, I would have told you like like maybe low seventies. I had him in fantasy, so I think I might have remembered, but I would have said like seventy five. Yeah. So he, up until last year, I mean, he still technically has not hit a point a game to finish a season, but he's he's there so far this year. But eighty and eighty one, like that's that's an impressive season, and I think it's a you know it's a guy who gets kind of left in the shadows just just a little bit by Matthews and Marner. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's also Toronto, so nobody's in the shadows because we're here complaining of the ref push bunting off the ice, so everyone's in the spotlight. But mm. in the grand scheme of things, uh, I think he deserves some more love. I always gave him love. We love Willie. Didn't you trade him in fantasy? No. Yes, we did. We did, Paul. You two trade? Yeah. Yes, oh, I got him. 
No, no, last last year at the dead trade deadline, I got him from you, and then I traded him back to you before this season as a keeper. Wow, yes. look at you guys loving Willie. Passing the love around. Maybe I'll have to take him back from you since I'm in first and you're out of the playoffs at the deadline this year. <laughs> Is that rude? Zach, don't laugh. I beat you too. You're not in the playoffs right now. Yeah, but you didn't mention me, so I was laughing. All right, well, I'll mention you. I just beat you last I'm week. I'm ahead and... of Zach. No. I had a great day in fantasy, like, on Monday. And I was like, oh, I must be winning my matchup. And I was losing, like, 8-1. I'm like, how? How? <laughs> and then you realize you're playing fantasy. me. No, because he was against me. Oh, wow. oh was he? Or oh, this past Monday, you mean? I beat you this year, Ryan. Yeah, this past Monday, I think. I don't know. Don't worry. I, don't I will... I will, out of the 10-person league, you guys are in the bottom four, okay? Who's who's you're, higher? You're rigging it because it you're is owning Paul. it. Paul's higher. I am higher. Wow. I'm not far it's out of the so playoff spot. Yeah, to be fair, Paul, I you do have, you do have a winning record, 44, 42, and 14. Thank you. Zach, uh, you got some work to do, buddy. Catch up. Oh, tank, tank for Bedard. <laughs> tank for Bedard. That's crazy. He's actually going to be drafted in our league next year. With, because we so we do for everyone listening, we do a keeper. Oh, with league. McDavid. Yeah, so we do a keeper league with three year keeper contracts. So once a player has been kept for three straight years, whether or not they get traded, they go back into the draft. So next year will be our fourth year. So all of the big guys are going back into the draft. So I'm curious what his ADP will be next year for Connor Bedard. I mean, like for us, knowing you'll have him for three years, I feel like he's a first. Three rounds pick. Yeah, it wouldn't. I surprise. feel like I feel it depends who he gets drafted to. Like, are, is the draft before our draft? That's the question. Like the actual NHL draft. Yeah, yeah he's well, that's probably gonna summer. go to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That's in the summer. Okay, so then it like that probably impacts decisions too. Like if he goes to Arizona, like oh, right, it's possible. Chicago and Arizona aren't even last. It's the Ducks. Yeah, but they said Chicago has the best odds so far. I don't know how to understand how. I mean, I mean, I would be happy if he went there because that's that's a great way to, you know, pretty uh, jumpstart your rebuild for sure with a guy like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like in terms of fantasy, he's not someone you take over anyone that goes in the first round just because of the risk factor. Mm-hmm. But I feel like someone in our league will jump and take him in the third round just at the idea of having him for the next three seasons. Yeah, agreed. Mm. Yep. Like, I, I feel like that might be worth the risk. I could win you the league a couple times in a three-year span, securing him if he's putting up, like, McDavid-level production in McDavid's first few years, you know, like hovering at point of game kind of thing. He's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, we'll what, see happens. what happens. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Uh, no, I said it first. No, not in in my experience, we said it at the same time. I I heard you both say it at the same time. So you Zach, both go away. We did not. Let's take a look at the week ahead. Only two games uh, between today when we're recording this being uh, the evening of December twenty first, and when we will likely record our next podcast uh, potentially next week, maybe Wednesday the twenty eighth. See what happens uh, tomorrow. Thursday against the Flyers, 2 p.m. local time. It's the rare afternoon game, the next-gen game, I believe. They will be wearing their uh, reversible Drew House jerseys. Woo! No games yes. on the weekend. And then Tuesday at the St. Louis Blues on the road. Uh, Zach, I'll start with you for keys to success in these two games. Uh, just continuing to support the goaltending by playing a 200-foot game with good D. Wow, that's, that's a lot. That, that, yeah, that was long. That's why I didn't elaborate. Just play play good defensively, and uh, thing, good things will happen. Keep All right. It. Paul? Show up against the weaker teams. This week, we have two games against two very beatable teams. And we saw last week the two very beatable teams we played bad against, and the one team that would give us trouble, we played fantastic against. So I think if we just stay more consistent, we'll have a much better week. For sure. I've keep shooting the puck. I mean, I think it's it's nice to see the team shoot more. 
hopefully, like we mentioned before, that's not the reason why they lost two in a row. Uh, no. But yeah, I mean, it, it's nice to see every Leaf fan is just going, shoot, at all times. So it's nice to see the Buds finally listening to us. I know, right? Honestly. Yay. Uh, on the count of three, let's all give our record prediction. One, two, three. Two, two oh, and oh, and oh. oh, no. I know, I know. Shocker. James, you both owe me a soda. Damn. Okay, now now we both don't owe each other a soda, Paul. Zach still owes us. Still owes me one. No, 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 no. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. That's how it works. No, no, there was lag on the. <laughs> That's on true. Phone. I actually heard Zach after you and I, Paul. <laughs> Why do you both hate me? Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have a one-word answer for that one. Oh, nice. Uh, Zach, why are we going 2-0-0 in your books? Uh, I just feel like the game against the Lightning is going to be a momentum builder, and it's going to be, you know, big. I feel like we're going to beat Philly and then uh, have a nice Christmas slash holiday break and, uh, you know, come back and beat a very beatable St. Louis team. I don't know. Hopefully. Paul? Because we should. That's it. Fair enough. It's a great way to paraphrase what Zach just said. I like it. Thank you. I said it in very short, very short five, six words, you know? <laughs> exactly. All right, fellas. And for all of you listening, that is it for us here on the Original Six Podcast. Thank you for listening, making it to the end of the epi, uh, as Zach is potentially eating his microphone right now. <laughs> uh, we will... <laughs> I'm so sorry for anyone still listening. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've never hoped that people turn off our podcast before it ends, more so than I do right now. <laughs> what happened there, bud? Oh, the first I was moving around, and then the second time I was just blowing into the mic. Yeah, he did it on purpose. To be, to be a nuisance. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. Please continue your fantastic yes. outro. Favorite three words. Go, Leafs, go. Go, Leafs, go. No more injuries. Thank you Thanks. for listening. Make sure to follow, subscribe, check us out on Instagram. And don't forget to take care of the planet. We'll see you next week. Bye.